Yeah, and I th- I uh, I think we actually skipped over this part the 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 how how they would change um, oversight of the police, right? Um, you know, uh, they they bring back um, you know uh, DOJ investigations of you know particularly bad police departments. Um, the consent decrees they use to to, to uh, sort of reform those things. Um, Stop giving uh, military hardware to uh, police departments. Collect better data on police violence. Um, body cameras for everyone. Limit the qualified immunity of police. Um, Bernie would ban facial recognition software. Um, ban asset forfeiture, you know, where they could just take your money w- without convicting you of anything um, or your property. Um, and... Or you have, or you have any fi- people have fines and get into debt even if they were acquitted, right? Yeah, get rid of that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. You know, or get fees, rid of court fees, yeah, all those things. Debtors' prison. Yeah, and then and change the training of the police. Move it away from, um, you know, violent confrontation where you know it's just thinking. I was like, so many police forces are are sort of like occupying soldiers in a lot of ways. Um, right. and it'd be in more about actual peacekeepers, you know, where you're focused on de-escalation, not getting your gun out at the first sign of anything. And, you know, then as we said, Tra- go, go really building out more, uh, detective stuff, you know, and, and, um, thinking, of thinking of the, uh, the, the state's job, you know, it's like they say, uh, that, you know, the classic um, slogan is uh, punishment should be to be an effective deterrent. It should be uh, swift, certain and severe. Right. And that the first two are much more important than the third one, because criminals, you know, are not really good about thinking about 20 years down the road. Um, and so, you know, just just getting catching the criminals how even long the sentence is like like from what i've seen whether whether a murder sentence is 5 years or 50 years makes almost no difference for for deterrence the important thing is for the state you know that to to just just relaying the logic here of bernie and warren again that the state needs to be the one that adjudicates these type of disputes be like when there's uh when when someone kills someone else the state needs to be the one that says we're going to have an impartial uh, system that, you know, as close as we can get, an impartial system is going to catch the offender and it's going to punish them, you know, according to however we set. And that way you don't get Hatfield and McCoy type shit. I mean, that's a lot of gang violence is, you know, somebody gets killed and somebody, you know, it's like tit for tat, tit for tat. And this is the argument of that book I was mentioning, The uh, Ghetto Side by, by Jill Leovi is that, you know, the reason why there are so many uh, uh, murders of young black men in a lot of communities in this country is that they almost never are punished. And so, you know, the the there you have sort of like incipient warlordism happening in certain certain communities. Yeah. 
and let's be clear, like gangs are a symptom of institutional failure, yep. right? Like that, that's there's something that rise up because uh, we failed as a state and society in, in many ways. Um, we have too many guns. We don't have enough. We don't have enough basic necessities being taken care of. We don't have f- fulfilling ways of of life that are made possible. And and there's a number of things you said there that I want to talk about because. Uh, yeah, this book you're talking to, of course, is in some ways speaking to both the social contract theorists, Hobbes and Locke, who are very different in, in, in important ways, but they both thought that the state is supposed to mete out justice um, so that for Hobbes, there's not a, a war of all against all um, in this what you call vigilante justice way. Although for, for Hobbes, there's no justice in the state of nature. Uh, justice <laughs> arises, right? It, it arises. It's constructed by the state. That's justice is, you know, what the, the power, uh, the powers that be say it is through the laws they enact and enforce. And, right. and Locke, of course, is very different. He has a, he has a natural law sense of, you know, transcendent justice that can be abrogated by the way the state functions. But also for Locke, you escape the state of nature in part, um, to have, like you said, the, he focuses on the impartial, quote unquote, uh, the, the single solitary administrative state that is meeting out justice uh, instead of you know individuals who, in the state of nature, for Locke, you're supposed to be the one that each person is responsible to meet out justice, right? Uh, anyway, there's a number of things that they both talk about, and there's some degree of truth to both of them. But, and I think Brad Evans a long long ago talked about this. There is a harm in most discussions of these things that makes it seem like the naturally violent people are the citizens and the state is the beneficent keeper of law and order. When the state is doing a lot, if not most of this violence, uh, and so much of these reforms are about preventing the state violence upon its citizens. Yeah. Right. And, and so, so in other words, you know, I'm, I, I know you like uh, Humphrey Bogart and I'm down with like good detective work and all that. <laughs> but, and you know, and I of course agree with you that deterrence is, is a, a bit of a, a myth, at least with the length of sentences, but also how do we really ultimately prevent and deter the harms we do to each other? I don't think ever state punishment is going to be how we really do that. And in fact, the trade-off, of course, that the activists worry about is that in pretending to really do that, the state will be inflicting trauma and harm. And we don't really know how many people were prevented from doing crimes um, by being locked up, you know, but we do know that we've traumatized and brutalized those people. So we know for sure those people were harmed, right? Um yeah. You know, so, so I, I do think there's a reason to be really careful about even thinking about the state as being good or at solving. And when I say solving crime, I don't mean figuring out who did an assault. I mean solving crime, right? Like in terms of, yeah, uh, real, really drastically getting to the root of things. Yeah, I guess you know I have somewhat unsettled thoughts on this, but I'm, I'm was quite influenced by something that um, I I didn't see but happened in a village near me when I lived in South Africa where the criminal justice system is in a state of kind of collapse, you know, and there are tons of murders and almost none of them are solved. And um, one thing that the thing that happened was a guy escaped from jail and he came back to his his uh, home village, and he murdered his girlfriend. 
And the local villagers were so furious that they found him and they lynched him. And um, I think that, you know, it's a difficult question, right? Because, you know, I want to think that that everybody can be, you know, a, a decent, upstanding citizen who would never murder anyone else like maybe with a few sort of like people with who are, who are totally pathological i i think that should be possible for for virtually everyone but you know i've been you know victimized by crime before never anything bad like that but i n- recognize that 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 surge of hatred you know that fury that you feel it's like somebody stole my shit you know like 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 ah you know got mugged and but and it's it's like you you feel so mad and and that it's like that you it's like ah oh, this is what being a conservative must be like all the time <laughs> and except there was no inciting incident other than like the hatred of others <laughs> yeah yeah right or you just watch too much television but um yeah. you know so so like my sense is that you kind of can't get away without at least some sort of nominal punishment. You know, like uh, the Anders Breivik is stuck for 20 years playing his video games in a sort of like Motel 6 level of, of after uh, level of prison after shooting like almost 80 children um, to, you know, part of a sort of Nazi pogrom against this, you know, socialist political party. Uh, and well, look, but can, can you agree that like throwing people in cages doesn't have to do with any? Like, couldn't it be okay? There was a violence done here. Let's think restorative justice. Let's think. Let's let's put people together, make them whole. Think about, hey man, what made you do that harm? Let's try to remove that cause from happening again. Let's what, what let's figure out like in a in a way that isn't just well, let's just cage people. That could probably that'll solve things. 